Hi, I'm Carolyn. And I'm Marin. And we are the Two Bearded Ladies. It is January 21st, and this is our 27th podcast. 27th podcast! A little late. A little late. I'm sorry. That's my fault. That is totally 100% her fault. Entirely my fault. I got a job! Woo! A job in hockey! I got a job in hockey? How weird is that, That's right? really weird. I know. I think this might have been what I was thinking when I did number three. <laughs> <laughs> So, because I have a for realsies job now, uh, Mary. I'm like, let's also keep in mind that I've always had a for realsies she's job. Had a for, so. She's always had a for realsies job, but I had Marin pick up the like the podcast document where we put everybody's like our topics. That and is normally question. something Carolyn takes care of, and it has been something I've been doing. And <laughs> <laughs> so, number one is like a for realsies topic, and then number two is like about our the skid that shall not be named. And then number three is just titled Filth. <laughs> I don't even think I ever had, like, a reason for that number. I just put it in there. Like, I don't, like, I, I was, I did number one, and then I did number two, and I was like, we should have a number three. So I did number three, and then I was like, I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> filth. I was just gonna roll So, like, it. Carolyn, Carolyn obviously saw this, because on the number one, which we'll get to in a bit... All she did was add a bunch of LMAOs and ah ha 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 ha. So I knew that she'd seen the document, but she didn't even comment on number three. You just left it. Well, it wasn't there when I saw it the first time. Was it? No. Oh, that's funny. Because this was at like when I, right after whenever you did it. Dude, I shared it with number three on there. Oh, okay. Well, then I did not notice it. <laughs> and then I added number four, <laughs> which we will get to later as well. Fourth, coincidentally. Fourth. We, well, you know, sometimes we like to jump around. We but. do. We do jump. We yeah. do jump. So, it's probably going to be a long podcast today, because we have a lot to get to, because we have not podcasted in way too long. That's true. Uh, yeah, the last time was January, January 1st, 1st, and it is now the 21st. It is. That was 20 days ago. 20 days ago was our last time in uh, Casey's <laughs> Kitchen. Oh, <laughs> God bless. Oh, we had we did our high school musical marathon, y'all. It was great. It was so fun. It was good. It was a good way to spend a New Year's Day. I got to introduce everybody to High School Musical 3 because I was the only one that had seen it. Yeah. I, that was fun. I think, I don't know if I like the third one. The third one had so much higher production values. Yeah. It's hard not to like it. Yeah. But underneath it all, I think the first still might be my favorite. See, my my feelings on the first are, like, I like the first one just fine, and that's the one I have a lot of nostalgia for, because, yes, that was my first one. And I also remember very vividly watching it for the first time with my friend, my drunk friends, and, like, we got so wasted watching that movie. It was great. But the third one, the first one doesn't have Zac Efron actually singing. That's true. And so that one has always been my, like... Not my least favorite, but I've always had issues with that one because I don't like the voice of the guy they got to do Troy Bolton. So, I, like, the second and the third one are vastly superior just in in the music sense. The second one does make a very strong case for itself with the golf course. With the golf course, scene. Kevin Kevin Bacon, like, footloose scene. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So strong. Oh, that, that part is mad. Well, also the I don't dance baseball scene. Oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, we will link you to our new favorite thing on the internet, which is the mashup of Hamilton and High School Musical. Uh, I promise it is probably the best thing you will ever see. Ever. 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 You know what the second best thing you will ever see is? 
Jim Neal winning the Sharp Twade. Oh, oh, oh my god! I seriously, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to our freaking store on Redbubble. I'm gonna buy us some cards, and I'm gonna send some to Scotty Bowman. <laughs> Y'all got nailed. And then I will also send some to the GM in Anaheim and the GM in in, uh, in Pittsburgh. Just be like. Mm. You got these players because y'all got nil. Nil, 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 Although it's kind of fun. I mean, like, I don't bear any ill will towards Ryan Garbett, but I find it kind of hilarious that the one who speared Corey Perry in the balls is now playing on Corey Perry's team. And I love that uh, he was like, well, you know, Chicago's the team I've always wanted to play for right after he got traded from Dallas. Sorry, bro! I mean... That's called karma. Don't be a dick to the one who brought you. Fuck, right? Seriously. Uh, Mark Lazarus was actually kind of bummed about this. Like, he really yeah. liked uh, Ryan Garbett, which I find adorable and just a... Uh, I mean, you sure. Know, it's fine. Whatever. You can like him. It's fine. It's cool, bro. Probably spent a lot of time with him in the press box. Getting... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. Probably did spend a lot of time catching up with him. I think he also just really liked... Like, his post-game presence? Like, that's yeah. what I kept seeing him tweet about, was, like, how he was a good interview and that kind of thing. Yeah. And he really just liked his attitude. Well, I mean, to be fair, he was a huge fan of Auntie Ronta, and then Ronta, who was literally the best quote in the Blackhawks locker room, got traded. So now he's, like, searching for another decent quote. <laughs> well, fuck that team, so. Yep, basically. Yeah. Too bad. So yeah. sad. So, essentially, what has now happened is instead of trading... Patrick Sharp and Stephen Johns and Stephen Johns for Ryan Garbett and Trevor Daly, two NHL ready players who are actually not scraping the bottom of any NHL barrel for Rob Scuderi. So let's pause for insane manic laughter there. (laughs) (laughs) Rob Scuderi! Oh my god! And Sakach, whatever Sakach's first name is. Yuri. Yuri, is that it? Okay, it's Yuri's Yuri, catch. but it's J J I. No, it's J E J I. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not like Yuri Hudler. Right. It's Yuri Sakach. See, that's where I was messing up, I think. He's Czech, if you didn't know that already. Right. Well, obviously, that first name, or that last name is Sick. from somewhere. My name is Sakach. No, you can and tell it's sitting in my we, sheet. We know he's Sakach. Sakach. Shuck my dick, Shakash. <laughs> that's how. That's how you know he's Czech. Yes, it's true. So anyway, uh, that is that. Uh, y'all got nilled. Y'all, y'all got, got nilled. Nilled, a nilled bad. You got nilled three times in a row. Three times. Yeah. From the same fucking trade. I know. The same fucking trade, Jim. Nell, I love you so much. Oh, I love him so much. To be fair, this this trade is actually a little bit more like for like than than, than the Trevor Daly than and... the Trevor Daly Scuderi trade. Like okay. honestly, like I can't be like, all right. Like, I can't make so, so much fun of it. Somebody that I know who used to be a huge fan of the one in Chicago we don't talk about anymore, but is still trying to reconcile her Chicago fandom, mm-hmm. um, she was so disdainful of the Trevor Daly and Ryan Garbett trade to Chicago because she knew that I complained about them all the time, and I <laughs> referred to them as our problem children, and she was like, well, I don't fucking want them. So then when Trevor Daly got traded to Pittsburgh for Rob Skinner, she was like, well, at least he'll be better than Trevor Daly, and I was like, girlfriend, no. <laughs> no. He will not be better than Trevor Daly. 
And, no. And to top that whole trade off, Trevor Daly has like three goals in Pittsburgh now. Because they're three. actually using him the way that he should be used. Weird. Whoa. Weird. It's almost they're like, using him on the fucking power play. Almost like he's really good on a second power play unit or something. Oh, yeah. Almost like he's really useful in certain situations and not others. Strange. Strange how, strange how players work. They're not actually fucking robots. Except for maybe Crosby. Except for maybe Crosby. He's really good in any situation. <laughs> <laughs> she said! <laughs> I was like, whoa, this is happening. This is just happening. It's coming out. Whoa. We're just going to let that continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess our joy should probably be a little bit tempered. Because it's not like we won against the Ducks recently. It's not like I was at that game. Oh my god, you were at that was the game you were at. Uh, that is the that game was, I was otherwise, at. I wouldn't have brought it up if I had cuz I was trying to link it back to the garbage trade. So it's far. okay. I was at that game. And you know, I have this to say about that experience. While in the arena, everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Like walking around the arena, I didn't feel like I was about to get beat up. I didn't feel like anybody was being that rude to me or anything. You know, maybe you got a few looks because you're wearing a Stars jersey in a Ducks arena. But I was actually sitting on a row with only Stars fans. I don't know how that <laughs> happened. We didn't all go together, but it was all Stars fans except for these two Ducks fans down at the end. And like every time the Ducks scored, she looked at me apologetically and then clapped. And I was like, <laughs> Sweetheart, it's okay. Like our, our my boys are playing like shit. It's all right that your that your guys are scoring on them because they're being shitty. But then after the game, it was the walk from the arena out to my car where I almost, oh, like literally, was two seconds away from just punching a dude in the face because he was walking behind me, constantly saying shit. About how much Texas sucks, about how horrible Dallas is, about, like, how Jamie Benn is, like, the worst player ever. And I, like, what, I didn't know what to do in this instance. I was like, is this just because I'm a girl? Like, would you be saying this if I were, like, a big strapping dude? Like, you know, it was just, it was so, and it started right at the door. Literally right at the door with this girl that looked at me and went, hey, hey. And I was like, all right. Okay, I'm sorry you're still, like, second to last. You fucking won. Like, what do you need from me? BT Dubs, we're still sitting second in the Central, so I don't even need your pity. Like, whatever, dude. We're still doing better than your team, because your team couldn't even catch a break the first entire half of the season. So. They're still not, they're not even in the playoffs yet. Uh, they were last time I looked. They were third. I think Arizona's still, I think Arizona's still third. Are they, they now? Mm-hmm. Um, let me let me just double check this. We're gonna fact check that one. I'm fact checking. Um, well, because I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty oh, okay. No, Arizona is still third. Uh, they're probably really close. I will give you their. They're problem. they're two points behind. Yeah, because I I was fairly confident because now that I edit a lot of stories about teams I don't actually follow, I know more about the NHL. Weird. So <laughs> I literally was reading a Sharks gamer yesterday, and it was like now they've jumped the Arizona for the number two spot, and I was like the Arizona, the Arizona. So, um, the Blues do not play tonight. We are currently tied in points with them. Mm-hmm. It's not that the Oilers couldn't make it into the playoffs, because they're only six points out of a yeah, playoff spot. Yeah, I know. But I would still like us to kick their asses tonight. I would, I would like a win to get us... Back. I wouldn't even like a win. I would like a absolutely defiant, like, 12-point win. That's what I would like. 12-nothing. Heard it here first. You heard it here first. 12, <laughs> 12 to nothing. 
stars. <laughs> let me let me go ahead and clarify that I mean stars. Because honest to God, if if Niemi and Kari both get like six goals apiece scored on them, I'm gonna be like, pull them both, put Jamie in some pads, because we saw that stack he did a couple of months ago. It was really great. Let's do it's fine. Jamie and Tyler were tag team. One will be on one will be on the on the ice and the other will be in net and then they can switch. They can just switch. It'll be great. It'll be great. Tyler has some practice playing goalie. Yeah. He did that one day. Uh, oh, Lord. We do have some reader questions, of course, about our skid. How much longer... So our actual topic that Marin has written down for us was, <laughs> how much longer can the skid possibly go on? Well, technically... Forever. Forever. Technically until the end of the... But, I mean, okay, so you look at it, and prior to... I haven't... I haven't... I didn't actually look this up. But prior to New Year's Day, we had only lost, like, what? Nine, I think. Um, okay, let me look at our... I think we only lost nine in... So, regular. we have lost 13. We had only lost eight. Okay. Prior to Christmas... No. Prior to New Year's Day. Prior to New Year's Day. Yeah. Eight or nine. So, we are currently one, five, and two. Yeah. For the fucking, like, fourth 2016. Like... I don't feel like this could possibly keep going on. No. But it technically could forever. It technically could forever. And honestly, like, we went through this last year. Mm-hmm. They snapped out of it. Then yeah. we had a worse start last year, too. And we and the reason we're still doing okay is because we had a really fucking awesome start. And we had a great cushion. We had a really good cushion. And so even though we've lost seven in a row. Not we, in a row. We've not lost row. seven. We lost seven. And we gained points in two of them. And we won one. Right. So we've had... Four it's, points out of our last eight games. I wouldn't feel as doomsday about this if I hadn't sat in the Anaheim Arena watching them just be fucking horrible. And and to be fair, <sighs> I didn't actually get to watch the whole game because I literally passed the fuck out. Uh, it was a really late game. No, no, not the Anaheim one, but the one against the Kings, the last game. Oh, God. No, I watched that whole thing. But I, that game was supposedly not nearly as bad. No, it wasn't. Um, and... So, and that Losing one, by one goal. That one was not nearly as bad. They played a lot better. It was their special teams still look terrible. Yeah, and that's going to be the issue. Is like, can we snap our fucking power play out of whatever the fuck funk it's in? And the PK is also really bad right now. Yeah. It well, Jordy being out probably doesn't help things. No, he was one of. He actually was one of our better. Yeah, he's killers. a really good penalty killer because he's he's really good at not just clearing the puck from the zone, but he is the master of the high elegant sauce. So he's good at springing people yeah, yeah, from the yeah, zone. Yeah. So not having whereas like Demare should put that on a resume, master of high elegant sauce. <laughs> For when he's not a hockey player For anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> resume. Really good at the stretch pass. <laughs> no, no, it should literally say master of high elegant sauce. Under uh, I don't skills know, and expertise. Master, master high, high elegant, elegant sauce. sauce. I'm gonna make him a t-shirt. Do we it. Should, ah! We should make it. We'll make a. We'll make a two BL t-shirt. Yeah. Resume, skills, and experience. Master of the high elegance sauce. I like mm-hmm. it. Oh, Nico. Mm. Uh, one of the other things I was gonna say about that, though, um, Demers, Oduya, good at killing penalties. Golgowski, obviously, good at killing penalties. And then we got three youngins. 
Yeah, and Klingberg is not having the season he had last year. No, he started really hot, but now he's falling off, too. It's a sophomore slump. It's a sophomore slump. It happens to everybody. I'm not that worried about it. My Klingberg jersey came! Yay! I ordered it with my Christmas money, and so now I can be fully equipped going to any future Stars games. But not on March 12th. You know what? I Let me get back to you about that. Oh, it's good. I haven't invited anybody else yet. Can you wait for yes. a week or two? Yes. It's, okay. It's not even February yet. Yes, I, I can know. wait. I'm, I'm a planner, though. <laughs> well, no. I mean, like, when you canceled on me, I literally did just that, like, th- that minute ask my other friend, but she can't go either. Okay. So I was kind of like, I don't know who I'm going to ask, no. Well, let me get back to you on that, because I'll, I'll just have to check with work on taking that weekend off. Okay. Because I get one weekend a month off. I could use it to go to a Stars game. You could. You could. Um, so, Anon asked. <laughs> so happy that we get all of that schedule planning Yay. on the podcast. Y'all know now, too. We're probably maybe going to a game on the 12th. The Peverly Night game. The Pevs Night. We. I really want to go to that game. I really you, you really should make every effort. I will make every it's effort. Gonna, it's going to be good. It's, it's there's going to be tears. It's based on seniority, and obviously, I'm the baby. <laughs> I thought you were on top, though, as the managing editor. No, 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 of the editors. It's based uh, on seniority of the editors. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. That's what happens at every job, right? Right. Um, why does it seem like we're sucking lately? We are no, we're nose diving from being number one in the league. Well, so first, here's my other thoughts about this. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with not being number one. I don't really like being number one. I uh, know. And, and you got a target on your back when you're you got a target one. on your back. And I have been a fan of Kansas basketball for many years. Yeah. Who did we lose to the minute we were number one in the nation? I know you don't know the answer. Okay, I was about to say, you're not expecting me to answer this, are you? <laughs> we beat the number one seed to get that title, the number one ranked team, to get the number one. We beat Oklahoma, to, and then the next week we were the number one team. And we lost to fucking Oklahoma State. Who was unranked? Oh, okay. I was wondering where the where the punchline was coming in. Not only did we lose to Oklahoma State, but we also lost to West Virginia, who actually does have a basketball team. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm just saying... Do they have a school? They do. Weird. They're in the Big 12. That's funny. <laughs> Bust their hearts. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, my point is, I have come with a healthy fear of being number one. And I'm I'm okay with being a number three, number two, or number three seed in the the central. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm cool with it too, honestly. Uh, I feel like everyone's like, especially like going out like President's Trophy style. Nope, that's not for me. No. Um. Anyway, we will say it seems like they're sucking lately because they have been sucking lately. That's true. That that's why it seems like they're sucking lately. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just just in case you were still curious. Um, <laughs> they need to get it together. They need to get their power play and their PK together. Their 5v5 is kind of sucked. The goaltending is looking a little shaky. They are missing one of their veteran defensemen, though. Um, and I know that there's a lot of... There, is, there isn't as much this year, but there's still some people out there that hate Jordy Bunn. But he actually is an NHL defenseman, and he's very fucking useful to our team. So Yeah. he's <clears throat> It creates a hole when he's out. We don't have a, a, we have defensive prospects, but I mean, it's hard to slot those people in. Yeah. And especially, especially at the second pairing. Well, and, and, 
And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't Lindell and Nemeth playing together? Yes, they were. It was really bad. Right? And so, like, the the thing about... We actually did all right last year defensively with our rookies because... As fun, much fun as we made of him, Trevor Daly was the one being paired with all of the rookies. Yeah. And so they at least had someone a little bit more steady yeah. with their side, whereas this year they're a little more hesitant to break up the pairs of Demers and Oduya and Goligoski and Klingberg to t- try and kind of balance that out with somebody who gets a lot less ice time. Which makes me sad because I really miss the Oduya. De- I'm sorry, the Demers-Ben pairing i would be okay with them shaking things up a little bit i would be i would too okay our defense in this skit our defensive woes have been more obvious than they were in the beginning of the season and i'm I'm not saying our defense is bad like that that has been the hashtag narrative for a long time that dallas defense is crappy and it's not crappy but it hasn't been covering itself in glory yeah. In January. And I would love to see I would love to see him he ruffles the he ruffles the forwards literally all the time and then leaves the defense alone. Yeah. And I don't understand why he never ruffles the defense, but I would like to see the defense ruffled. I would be okay for one game as an experiment, even just a period, just to try it out. Like especially like tonight. I would be okay tonight. If it was like Oduya and Klingberg and then well, Ben's out, obviously. Yeah. But I'd be okay with a, a game where it'd be like Jameers and Ben back together and then Goligoski and a rookie. Yeah. I'd be yeah. okay with that. I would do. I think that would work well. Yeah. At least I would <clears throat> experiment with it. I know. I would just like to see some different things done. Mm-hmm. I would just like to see some different things done. All right. So the next question we have about this is, do you have any guesses about what's causing the Stars breakdown and do you think they're going to recover from it? Um, like we said, the... Breakdown. <clears throat> our biggest, our biggest woes are um, our PK and our power play. They're yeah, just special teams killing us. Special teams are really killing us right now. We're not able to convert nearly as many. There's actually, um, I'm gonna toot my own like blog's horn right now, but Aaron um, from Defending Big D wrote a really interesting article yesterday and today about the skid and what's causing the skid, and she really looked at the numbers um, for our power play and PK and like, they're just absolutely atrocious. Yeah. Um, and like Carolyn said, one of our, one of our top penalty killers is out right now. Um, so it, that those are just, and even before he was out, like he was clearly in some distress cause he was out for a game, then he came back and then he was really out. So yeah, like, he shouldn't have played that he game. He probably bro. shouldn't have played that game. So, I mean, I, I, I would almost guess that this was a lingering thing that was affecting his play even before that. I would agree. So, um, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that Jordy Ben is the linchpin, and that's why this whole skit is happening. But, but Alish Hemsky might be. Alish Hemsky <laughs> might be that. Yeah. I mean, who, who, like, but that, but it's the special teams right now that are literally just kicking our asses. Yeah. And, and, uh, I just remember back when in the beginning of the season, uh, there was an interview with Jim Nill, and he was talking, somebody asked him about, about analytics and, and what they did. And he was, you know, pretty cagey, obviously, about right. what, what the stars do as far as analytics are concerned. Um, hashtag hire me. Um, <laughs> kidding, I have a job. Finally, I have a job. I'm so excited. I'm not used to being employed. I just like working. Um, but yeah, so he was talking about that a little bit. But he was like, yeah, honestly, the next big thing for analytics is going to be special teams. Because, to be honest, people have five on five figured out. 
Yeah. Like they know what's going to, they know what drives five on five play. It's just going to be, how can you get the next advantage on special teams? And he's like, if you can't win special teams, it's hard for you to win games. And he said this back in like October. Mm-hmm. Boom. Jim Nill is right again. Yeah. Unfortunately about his own team. About, unfortunately <laughs> about his own issues. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's where we're probably going to need to improve the most and just get everybody healthy again. I agree. Uh, <clears throat> number three. Filth. 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 Everything is filthy. I don't know. Mud. Dirt. <laughs> Dust. <laughs> Silt. <laughs> Ash. That so- scum on the bottom of the tub. <laughs> oh, gross. Soap residue. <laughs> so we were watching uh, the Scorch Trials yesterday, which is the follow-up to the Maze Runner. Mm-hmm. And re- really, like, wh- 100% of the reason that I'm watching this movie is for Dylan O'Brien. Um, I I never read the books they came from. I don't give a shit. But, um, actually, sorry, I read the first one, and it was so horrible, I've never read any of them. <laughs> um, but, uh, the... It's this post-apocalyptic narrative where everybody is dirty all the time. And I'm watching this with my brother and my sister-in-law. And my brother looks at me and he's like, in a post-apocalyptic scenario, like, I would just lay down and die. (laughs) I I, I would not survive the first wave of whatever is happening. Like, there's just no way. I would not. Like, I, there are certain things I will try to survive in a post-apocalyptic scenario. Things I will not try to survive are zombies. Fuck that. I am out. I'm going to the grocery store. I'm going to get some fucking hardcore sleeping pills. I'm going to overdose on that shit. Goodbye. I am not dealing with fucking zombies. I am not dealing with zombies either. Fuck no. And it was so funny. Like, I actually, like, a couple, like, a year ago, year and a half, uh, I was up in in Kansas, and my little sister was off of college, and at some point, we started talking about The Walking Dead, and I was just, I, like, reached over, and I was like, Allie, I just want to be really, really, you know clear with you. It was like, if there ever is a zombie apocalypse, I'm committing suicide. Don't come looking for me. <laughs> and she goes, that's okay. I am too. <laughs> that's awesome. So we have a mutual family suicide pact if there are ever zombies. Like, just, nope, I'm out. Goodbye. Yeah, Shit, I'm not dealing with. It does depend. So, like, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Contagion. Nope. That sounds like a movie I would not watch. It's it's not it's not gross. It is literally like what would like it was actually a very factual based story like following all of these different storylines about what would happen if there was some sort of global pandemic. Mm. And like a very but of like a very almost boring, very realistic look at what this was like how this would happen. And it was one of those things where I was like, well, I would probably react the same way all of these other fuckers react, which is to, like, lock my door and never talk to anyone ever again. So, I mean, that that, would, that one I would just try to see if I got sick. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, like, I would, I, yeah, I and wash just, my hands a lot. Just, just defend my house, and that's really pretty much it. But, like, anything where I have to run and hide from something or try to kill something with my hands or <laughs> anything, like, nope, nope, we're done. We're d- I'm washing my hands of this one. I'm not even trying. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I don't know. Like, I my, my survival skills are very, very limited. <laughs> like, I can talk my way out of a lot of things. I can punch things, but, like, not very yeah. effectively. <laughs> So really, I don't, I don't know how to make a fire. <laughs> my superpower is just getting really angry about stuff. <laughs> Your superpower is ineffectual anger. <laughs> yeah, my superpower is raging. 
ineffectually. <laughs> so like I don't I don't really know what I would do in this instance. So y'all just you you can I think that's slightly more useful though than my superpower, which is just telling if somebody is check. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that mine is probably in the long run a little more useful. You can at least get like your money back if somebody like I do. <laughs> I raged against two different businesses this week, by the way. Oh, no. H-E-B made me so mad. Oh, no. I love them. I do, too, normally. But, man, this woman, so it was like a... <laughs> sorry, I will tell this very quickly. It was basically... I told it on my Twitter. Basically, like, there was a sale on certain colors of a certain thing. But it wasn't very obvious to me, so I picked up a bunch of them, went up to the front, they all rang up at... Total, like full price and I was like these are supposed to be less than half price and they're like and so they sent somebody to go look and so like just I I spent 10 years in retail and so just as a feedback kind of a thing I was like I don't know it, like I know you probably don't have a lot of control over this I just want to tell you like that's kind of confusing signing signage for that sale so you might want to look in like have somebody look into that and she goes well the stickers are only so big and they're right under the color that is on sale so that's pretty clear and I just looked at her and I was like, are you telling me I'm lying? Like, do you did you think I was, like, grabbing this and bringing it up front and trying to, like, trick my way into a discount? So I was then totally insulted and, like, angry about it. <laughs> so I went I went to their email and I wrote them, a very, like, a ten-paragraph-long email about how angry I was about this. Oh, no. So one of the phone calls I missed when we sat down to do this was actually from H-E-B. <laughs> I need to call them back tomorrow because they've called me two days in a row now and I just haven't been able to answer Get some combo locos. I don't even like. I told them in the email. I don't even want anything from you because I re I returned it. It's fine. What I want is for somebody to tell me we're sorry this happened to you. It won't happen again. Yeah, that's all I want from them at this point in time. Yeah, I'm sure. But also, you should get a combo loco. I should get a combo loco. <laughs> oh fuck it, I should absolutely. And the other person pissed me off was actually my fault. So we're not, we're not going to talk about that one. <laughs> It was Vera Bradley. I ordered something like I gave them the wrong zip code. But I also ordered it at like literally one o'clock in the morning one night when I couldn't sleep. I was like, no, this purse is on sale. Done. And then I put in the wrong zip code. Whoopsies. Anyway, number four. Would you like to read the topic? <laughs> okay. So Carolyn was texting or like uh, DMing me earlier today and she almost accidentally wrote the word dally. <laughs> almost. I had made like some, I was being facetious and, and I was like I'm hip and cool and I was and and then like the next thing I was actually trying to say was serious but I was still in like my hip I'm hip cool. and cool because <laughs> she called it the fam <laughs> I know right I was like I know all the slang so I started typing dally and then I was like no Carolyn no you're not Tyler Sagan <laughs> no so number four is Dallas or dally a serious 2BL discussion <laughs> let me get my monocle right so let me let me uh twirl my fake mustache <laughs> a bit and say I can never with a straight face call it I can't even with a silly face call it dally it's so horrible <laughs> it's like using the word silly like not ironically <laughs> I can't do it you know I honestly I feel like I should be arguing for her because I'm wearing a butte sweatshirt <laughs> but that's and that's in the same vein as silly it's true dally. it's true but I've called people a butte not ironically many times for some reason, I can't. I can do butte like that guy's a butte. That's a butte of a goal, something like that. I cannot say silly. I think it's the uh, e word at the end that makes it the part that I can't do. I could probably call it if I was doing like a parody voice. I could probably go dally, but like I couldn't. 
give me an example of a parody voice of a Jimmy Probably like a Tyler Sagan parody voice. Be like, oh, I'm going to see my bros and Dally today. Oh, God. It's so <laughs> painful. Uh. I feel like we need like eight more clips of my Tyler Sagan parody voice. I don't even know. Sup, bros. We're going to Dally. I can't do it. I, right? It's, no, it's so hard. Oh, speaking of people in Dally. Um, <laughs> because we missed a week and so everybody was like saving them up i guess um do you want to read this first one or shall i i can read it okay uh we got this really great email from a reader named emma um who had a really lot a lot of really nice things to say about us and we really appreciate that one thank you very much emma but her question at the end of the email was anyway here's my question for you how does development work? Oh, by the way, Emma, yes, please come and find us if we are ever at Cedar Park together. Yeah. That is not creepy at all. I would love to hang out and say hi and all that kind of stuff. So, sorry. Anyway, uh, here's my question for you. That goes to everybody, not just Emma. It do- does go to everybody. It does go to everybody. Uh, how does development work exactly when players get called up or sent down between the various levels of teams in the Dallas Stars organization? How are those decisions made? How are particular players chosen? What the hell is a conditioning assignment? <laughs> and why hasn't Curtis McKenzie been called up again? Any insight you can provide into that process would be greatly appreciated. So let's break these down one by one. How does development work? So development really is just a catch-all term for the time between a player's draft and a player becoming a full-time NHL person. Right, right. That's really, like, literally any... It could be in development for eight years. No, that's not true. Most of the time, people stop being... Well, goalies could be in development for that long. Right? Goalies could be in development. Most of the time, skaters... Um, defensemen and and forwards are typically considered prospects up until about 24-ish. Yeah. And after 24, if you got drafted at 18, you're probably not going to make the NHL. If you're, yeah. Still, if you're a defense, If you still haven't, yeah. Yeah, if you still haven't cracked a roster reliably, you're probably not going to make the NHL. Um, <laughs> Jamie Alexiak. <laughs> he's, he, he'll play for some team. Somewhere. He'll play for some team somewhere. Hopefully not. Once Jim Neal trades him for Jonathan Drouin. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, if Jim Neal could, if anybody could do it. It's true. So, for instance, Jamie Benn, yeah, and it doesn't always have to be development, like, at the AHL level, like, mm-hmm. Matthias Bachman spent a lot of time over in... 
Sweden. Sw- yeah, Swiss League. Sweden. Sweden. Swedish Sweden. Swedish League. Swedish League. Okay. Yeah, Sorry, Swedish he was in the USA job. Uh, and Jamie Ben was in. Um, well, shit. Jamie Ben was in juniors. Yeah, he was in juniors. He was in juniors. I have, I have his jersey. He was yeah, in, he was in Kelowna, right? Yeah, he was in the Kelowna Rockets. I have the Kelowna Rockets jersey. I don't know why that took me forever to say. Anyway, he was in Kelowna, um, and obviously we've got some players that are in the AHL right now. Right, and I think McKenzie came through college. He was at U of Miami, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that all of that's still considered development. Um, then once they get to the AHL or really the training camp, right? That's when they get evaluated by their coaches. They see where they are um, progress-wise, you know, how fast they are, how strong they are, how where big would, they are. Where it would be of most value to have them play, like if they need a lot of playing time, leaving them in juniors. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that sort kind of, of thing. thing, yeah. And um, so how are these particular players chosen as far as getting called up or sent down? It really has to do with the need, A. Obviously, if you have a, a D-man go down, you're not going to call up a forward. <laughs> no. But also, contracts. it has a lot to do with contracts. So certain, um, there's a thing called waivers. So the reason that Jamie Alexiak and Patrick Nemeth are sitting up in Dallas in the press box most nights is because they would have to go through what are called waivers to play again in the AHL. Waivers basically allow any other NHL team to pick them up without having to trade for them. They could get a player for free, essentially. They have to give them compensation of some sort, don't they? Mm-mm. I thought, I thought, I thought there was something they had to do. I'm, I'm pretty confident. They I don't. mean, I know it's not a trade, but they do have to take on the, that cap hit right. from the player. But that's about it. Okay. The cap hit and the salary. I think I think I'm think I'm thinking of picking up a coach off of you're a probably contract. yeah that one they do have to yeah give anyway so yeah that's what, um, but a conditioning assignment is a way to get around that but it can only last I believe ten games yeah it can only last ten and so Jamie Alexiak is on a one way contract in Dallas so if they send him down there for full term he would have to go through waivers but they sit they're calling it a conditioning assignment so he can get some playing time. Um, and that is why it is a 10-game stint. They also did that with Val Nachushkin after he came back from his injury. They put him in the a- in the AHL on a conditioning assignment. And they did it with uh, Nemeth before Thanksgiving. Yes, they did. So you'll see conditioning assignment. Like, Jonathan Drouin is on a con- conditioning assignment. Yeah. Technically, <laughs> for the Syracuse Crunch. Uh, with the Syracuse Crunch. So... That allows them to go and get, you know, top pairing minutes. Because if you're, obviously, if you're good enough to be an NHL defenseman, you're probably good enough to be a top pairing. Is Jonathan Duran out of his ELC already? Then he's on a conditioning. Mm-hmm. ELCs, you can go up and down. He's on a one-way contract. There's, uh, he, they, they may not, it may not be a technical conditioning assignment, but they called it, I think, a conditioning uh, okay. assignment. Okay. Anyway, it, that could have been just been. Uh, okay. And not an actual, okay. like, contract thing. Okay. But so, order, yeah. Uh, I, I was going with this somewhere. As far as decisions being made is, like, who they call up. Like, why haven't, why haven't we not seen McKenzie in Dallas and we've seen Foxa instead? Well, Foxa's a center. Foxa's a natural center. So by pulling up a natural center, you can give, uh, you can switch Janmark to, like, wing or things like that. Well, so Janmark has mostly been wing. It's just he's mostly been, he's been center. Yeah. But he is a natural center, too. Right, right. So it just creates a little bit more options because it's easier to play a center on the wing than it is to play a winger in the center. And Taylor Ma- Hall. Taylor Hall 
that guy from Chicago. He played center for a little while. No, I know. Um, but Curtis McKenzie is definitely a winger. So if we more wanted somebody who could play top six, they might call up Richie or McKenzie. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're looking for a, a reliable defensive center. And that's, that's Fox. I mean, it's also, I think part of it too is that like, I think, well, because McKenzie was injured to start the season. Mm-hmm. And I think Fox and Janmark have just had better stints up in the NHL anyway. Mm-hmm. And they haven't lost their roster spots at all. Right. So I think that's one of the reasons that you see Janmark staying and you see Fox getting called up so much is that. The Fox has been very impressive. Fox has been amazing. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Brett Ritchie pulled up before the end, before the year yeah. end. Yeah. Because Ritchie has been killing it since he got back from surgery. And unfortunately, McKenzie is getting to that age now. He's 23, I think. 23 or 24. That sounds right. Um, where he may not become a full-time NHLer. Yeah. Um... So I really, I mean, I like the kid. I wish him well, but mostly what I've taken away from his game is that he's a scrapper, and that's not really something. Oh that f- no, the Flyers are up one over the Penguins. No, no. Um, but that's not something that fits the the mold of the current <clears throat> stars. No. So that's a very long answer to your question. So well, it was a very long question. So, um, he is twenty four. He was born in nineteen ninety one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's going to be 25, though, because he was born in February. Ooh, long in the tooth there, bud. So, if to... to but, Sevier didn't really crack the Stars lineup until he was, like, 25. 24 or 25. True. So... It happens. It happens. Uh, infrequently, but it happens. Alexia, I get McKenzie for Joanne. I'd be okay with that. Next question. So, Wagnetic asks... Does Jordy Ben being on IR hurt his chances of staying with the Stars when his contract runs out? I don't think him being on IR hurts his chances at all. Um, no, that happens a lot. Yeah, I think the only thing that would really hurt his chances are just roster spots. Like, well, I think it would be roster spots, and if it was a lingering, and like if it was, oh, sure. if they were like the only thing I would worry about from an injury perspective is if it was something that they don't think they could heal, or if it was requiring surgery and a season would end or something like yeah. that. Like, and you never. You never really know, but definitely it's way less likely to affect his chances than there was a really crowded. sad question on Mike Hikus chat the other day about like how do we think that Jamie would will, would feel? Is that a consideration that the front office takes in this? And no, of course not. And like Jamie, Jamie and Jordy obviously very much enjoy playing with each other, but <laughs> but uh, it's. They're professionals. They understand this is a game. They understand that this. They're really lucky that they've been able to do this so far. But and the Shens got just split up. So the sh- I mean, yeah, the Shens got. I mean, obviously, no one's gonna split up the Sedins, but yeah. I mean, but like the Shens are a forward and a, and a defenseman too, right? Yep. They can't play on a line together. So same yeah. thing with Jamie and Jordy. And you know, obviously, there's a huge like talent difference in the two. In the two, so. Um, I I I think as, as sad as it would make me if Jordy wasn't a starlet next year, like he's a professional, Jamie's a professional, they'll make the most of it wherever they go. Exactly. They're both they're both very happy to be playing in the NHL. Hopefully think- if he goes somewhere he goes east so I don't have to see a sad face. I know. <laughs> I just want him to go to a team I like. I know. No. Not the Flyers. <laughs> they have Sam Gagne. Did you see they recalled him? I did see they recalled Sam Gagne. 
I got a little teary-eyed about that. Okay, so, my turn. Chuck asks, how distraught are we that Joe Ben is on IR after such a good start to the season, and how much should... Jobin. Jobin. <laughs> Jomo Bone. Jomo Bone. <laughs> Jomo Bone. Be forever made to dance when he's slaughtered. Also, Jobin's fish account. Did you see this? No, I did not. Okay, did you hear about him? About his fish? I No, I, okay. I didn't know, I don't know about the dancing. That's what I don't know about. Okay. I know about the fish. Okay. But go so, do the fish thing first. So... Jamie did a an interview last week um, where it turns out they asked him if he had any pets, and so it turns out that he owns fish, like completely not his own choice. His <laughs> his friends from Victoria came down and just randomly bought him some fish, and like set him up with a with a uh, what do you call it a, a tank, tank and everything, and. So then the, then, then the interviewer says, well, who takes care of them? And he laughs and said, Jordy. So, like, he <laughs> doesn't even is, take care of his own goddamn this fish. This is why we can't trade Jordy. Yeah. All of the fish will All die. All the fish would die. Like, who would take care of these fish? And probably the captain. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Ben would probably also die. You have to keep him fed. <laughs> Proper care and feeding of Jamie Ben and his fish. So one of my friends actually made this. We'll Jamie put that ben. on our resume. <laughs> Keep, keeper of the fish. Do we need to write down what you said? Oh wait, it's on the podcast. We'll, I, I, we'll, I, yeah. we'll find it later. But uh, so yeah, uh, then one of my friends made a, a, a Twitter account for Jamie Ben's fish, <laughs> kind of like Tyler Sagan's dog. <laughs> and she's like, "There's updates from Jamie Ben's fish about whether or not their dad is scoring." <laughs> And Uncle Jordy too. Um, so it's pretty it's pretty great. Um, the dancing when he slaughtered, like there is a at at Casino Night, there have been a couple of videos since Casino Night where he's dancing. But he's dancing without moving his feet. He's like standing there and like he'll shake his legs back and forth and that's like oh, no! really about it's really embarrassing and kind of hard to watch. I don't but think also hilarious. Watch that. Yeah, I know. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Pretty funny, but pretty bad. So anyway, um, and we're very distraught about Jordy Ben, obviously. 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 Okay, next question, I guess. Robbie asks, a bit past halfway through the season, who's shown they should stay more than the other, Goligoski or Demers? More than the other? I this don't even question know that I breaks have a, my heart. Like, know. more than any other question this... I, like, I sometimes, like... Sometimes I'll get on General Fanager and I'll look at, like... Which is a cap site. And I'll look at, like, our forward section and then I will just smile to myself yeah. because it's so beautiful and perfect right. how everything is lined up there. And then I scroll down to the defense section and while everything is still lovely from a cap standpoint, I'm, like, start to tear up a little bit because... Goligoski, Demers, and Jordy are UFA next season. And I want to lose none of them! I know. I want to keep all of them. I want to keep all of them. Um, I'm going to say Goligoski just because he's the lone American on that team. <laughs> if I were GMing, I would keep Demers. And I would keep Demers because Goligoski is already the most expensive defenseman we already have. We own. Right, okay, sorry. If we're doing a serious answer to this, I would Well, I mean, I don't too. think you have to do a serious answer. Well, then I'm saying Goligoski because he's American. <laughs> That's cool. I, you know, all reasons are valid on this podcast. It's true. Uh, I, 
He's also know, older. I, that's part of my reason. Yeah. Is he's already making more money, so he's probably going to make more money next year than Damaris would. He's already in his 30s, which is typically when you start to see players decline, decline quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I do think he's a very smart player, and I have a lot of respect for how he plays. But I think he would be better off, better served by finding somewhere that'll give him a three-year contract and a fuck ton of money than signing with the stars who probably don't want to give him a three-year contract and a fuck ton of money. Do you know what his vital statistics are? He's small. He's little. Yeah, he's like 5'10 something, isn't he's he? He's 5'11, 185. Yeah. He's 30. Yeah. He's turning 31 this year. Five, six, five days after I turned 35. Which apparently, according to Ian McLaren, is the new 50, so fuck him. <laughs> Not friends anymore. <laughs> Not friends anymore, Ian. Um, so, <clears throat> Damaris is younger. Uh, Damaris has played very well for the Stars. And he gets along with literally everyone on the team. He, I mean, he gets along with literally everyone on the team. He's a fantastic media piece. He is. That we cannot claim Goligoski is. Like, as lovely as Goligoski is, he's not He's not that outgoing person who is going to take over a mic and go interview people. He's, no, Damaris he's is so a, funny. Damaris is a fan favorite. Damaris has a lot Have to... Have you watched the video with him and, and Rusell yet? No. Oh my god, I'm it's so, so behind. I'm so behind in watching anything. Oh, well. It's my fault. I've been doing so much work recently, so. Um... And so, yeah, so I would probably give, I think Goligoski will get 5.5 for three years from a club. I think Demers will take 4.75 or 5 from the Stars for five years, which puts him at 31 or 32. That's fine. Let's do it. I know. I would be a good call. It would be a good contract for both of them, I think. All right, Jen asks, hopes for the NWHL and CWHL All-Star Games. Will anything top three goalies in net from last year's CWHL All-Star Game? And where do you think would be the best fit for Duran? <laughs> two questions that have nothing to do with each other. None at all. Well, she like to be fair to her, she asked them in two, two different two tweets, different like tweets, yeah. four hours apart. Okay. Um, I don't have any insight to the NWHL or CWHL All-Star Games because I did not watch last year's. I think... The All-Star Games weekends, which both of these games are this weekend, so you guys should definitely tune in. Um, The CWHL All-Star Game is on Saturday. The NWHL All-Star Game is on Sunday. And to plug my site a little bit, we're going to cover both of them. So We will... uh, I'm going to be up in Dallas because I'll be have watched a game on Saturday night, but I am... We already have plans to watch the thing on Sunday. Which will be really fun. So, um, as for hopes, uh, I am... I'm team Falser because I'm team small uh, for the NWHL. Uh, it's kind of funny. Isn't team, isn't team Knight a thing? Team Knight is the other team. That's then team, I'm team Knight because she's team enormous. Tall. <laughs> um, also, really, I have a crush on her. I have a cr- I have a crush on like everybody in the NWHL. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it's like every time. Well, because I do all this tracking, and so like every time I watch a game, I'm just like. Oh, her skating is so great. And about, like, a different player every single time. I've noticed. I know. I love it. I love it. Um, But, no, Falzer is probably my first NWHL love, and Brianna Decker is my second NWHL love, and she's also on Team Falzer, so I think I'm I'm Team Falzer. That's cool. That's cool. Um, 
I think they are planning on doing a lot of social media, like Snapchat and a lot of fun stuff, so it should be really good. Also, Nana Fujimoto made more of those fucking cinnamon rolls, and I'm so hungry, and she just posted it, and I was like, are you serious right What now? a dick. <laughs> Nana, why are you attacking me like this? That's so rude, Nana. <laughs> She's so precious. I love her. I love her a lot. Okay, so where do you think would be the best fit for Duran other than the stars? I would kind of love, from a narrative perspective, for him to go to Colorado. And play with Nathan McKinnon. I know. I know. But Team Chaos, like, my, like, love for, like, let's just fuck shit up, it really just wants him to go somewhere random. Like, fucking Vancouver or something. <laughs> like, well, I don't know, fucking Vancouver. Like, wow, was... spin the wheel, see where it lands. <laughs> I mean, there is, like, a conduit between the Lightning and the Rangers. Maybe he could go join yeah, all of his patriots up in <laughs> New York City. Martin San Louis gives him a phone call. They're like, so, how's Stamkos feeling? <laughs> what if we take this kid and then we also take Stamkos? Right. <laughs> no, I thought Stamkos was going home to Toronto. Stamkos is going to the Devils! <laughs> devils! He's going to the Devils, says Team Chaos. Um, no, I just, I really want the Devils to make that push. I don't know why. I, I, I don't have I any don't feelings either. about the I, there, I have zero, I have no idea why I actually want the Devils to be good. But for some reason, I've latched onto this idea that they could be. You and Greg Wyshynski. Well, you know, I think it's that I really like Corey Schneider. Oh, well, he's a good guy I'm, to like. He's a really, really good goalie, <clears throat> and I feel... So strongly that he deserves nice things. Well, especially after Vancouver dicked him over the way they did. Right? Yeah. So I'm just like, good things for Corey Schneider. Get him a Stamkos. I'd be okay with that. Also, fuck the East. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a shit about the East. <laughs> I just don't. I try. I try. I try. But I, I don't. You know, I like certain things about a lot of teams. Oh, well, yes. Okay, sorry. I like, I like things about teams. I like... I like things about the Rangers, because one of my really good friends is a Rangers fan. I like things about the Penguins, because Sidney Crossy plays there. <laughs> you know, like, I like things about... I don't like anything about the Hurricanes. I don't give a shit about Jeff Skinner. But, like... I like, I like Noah Hannafin. I like Justin Falk. I like, oh, I thought it... I forgot about Noah I Hannafin. I like Eddie fucking Lack. Come on. I forgot about Eddie Lack. I don't think of Eddie Lack as being a Hurricane. Yet. Ever. Well, he's going to get starts now. I know. Uh, I just don't think about him being there. Anyway, well, anyway, I can say a nice thing about pretty much every team in the East, even the Bruins, because I do like, I like Patrice, Patrice Spiritual. Oh, that's right. Right? Like, God damn it! Oh, fine! I don't hate the East! I hate the West. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hate the West! I hate California. You hate California. You can say nice, I can say nice things about pretty much every team but the Ducks. I cannot say anything nice about the Ducks or the Kings. Horkoff. I get Horkoff is on the Ducks. Yeah, but he's on the Ducks now. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I don't... I mean, Horkoff, I, I like you quite a bit, but not while you're in that uniform. You've killed... Killed any... 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 I, I put up my Horkoff signed puck, by the way. It, <gasps> it's not sitting out on my desk right now. I put it up because he's a duck. Oh, no. That is how much I hate the Ducks. I'm sorry. I think it's that must have been hard for me, hard for you. It was. It made me a little sad because I just I remember handing it to him to sign, and he was so excited that it was an MSU puck. Aww. 
And that, now it's in my drawer. Retire it's... Horcroft so she can take it down. All right. I miss you. Um, okay, la- next question. Um, Anon asked, unrelated to the stars in their horrible slump, what do you think are the most commonly mispronounced names in hockey? Yaromir Yager. <laughs> Your name needs more J's, A's, and R's. <laughs> Pretty much any of them that I say. Pretty much anybody on the Bruins. <laughs> Patrice Bergeron. Pasternak. <laughs> He's Czech. Pacioretty probably gets mispronounced a lot. yeah. Um... I mean, there's just so many. There, goddess beer, goddess beer, yeah. <laughs> or goddess bear. It's, however it's you're supposed to be goddess be hair, I think it is. I'm like that. Some... <laughs> it's such a goddess here. Goddess here. <laughs> that, that that's what the flyers here. think anyway. Yeah, that's like I can't even. Like I like him. I like him, and he's on the fucking flyers, right? Like God. Well, Sam Gagne is on the flyers, so obviously I can't hate all of them. I know, right? Like it's ugh. yeah, right? It's the fucking worst. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just looking at rosters. <laughs> what? He's from. Uh, he's oh, he's German. So it's Kunakel. 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 Tom Kunakel. Yeah. Oh my, oh God. my gosh! All I just of them. Spit all, all over my phone. <laughs> Speaking of spitting while you're saying German words. I, all of the names get mispronounced. Like, the only one who probably doesn't got placed on waivers to yesterday. Ben Smith. <laughs> Somebody was probably like, no, this must be French. <laughs> ben Smith. <laughs> Are you sure it's not a long eye? Ben Smythe. <laughs> Are you sure it's not a long Bean Smythe? It's probably Bean Smythe. <laughs> bon Smythe. <laughs> Bonjomon. <laughs> Bonjamon. Bonjamon Smoth. Bonjamon Smoth. <laughs> For reference, if you're just joining the podcast. <laughs> there was one day we played a game where you switch every vowel in a name with an with an O. So she became what, who you became Cor Coral Coralone. 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 I became more moron. <laughs> <laughs> or own. own. And then we did the stars. So that's where the Jumu Jomu Bone. Jomu bone. <laughs> Jordo bone. Jordu bone. <laughs> As you can see, we're still... It's so amusing. We're like in third grade. Cordo. Coro Lutman. <laughs> okay. Whew. <laughs> On to Numo. <laughs>
Is it my turn? Yes. Anya asks, is it time to burn some... Onyo asks. Onyo. Onyo. Is it time to burn some sage in the star's locker room uh, or the AAC? And since it's Hockey Hugs Day, who do you think gives the best hugs? Um, Yes, it's always time to burn sage in the star's locker room. I mean... Again, we they're going to pull out of the slump naturally, but yeah. a little extra good vibes can't hurt. Can't right? hurt. Can't hurt. It's not going to hurt anything. Not, not going to hurt. Definitely anything. wasn't built on any sort of haunted burial ground. No. So I think we're okay as far as like the actual building is concerned. Yeah. But you know, vibes. although to be fair, the Mavericks don't do a lot of winning. They have. Well, they won. They've won since the championship since I've moved to Texas. They've won a championship in the last five years. I can tell you that for a fact. I'm going to back check you right now. No, I, I know don't pay this attention to the I, Dallas It was after Mavericks, I got a divorce. Honestly. That's how I know. I was, I was hanging with a dude and we watched the championship game and they won. Oh, wait. You got a divorce? Well, I mean, it was technically not a divorce because we weren't technically married. Oh, oh. Okay. I was like, is there a relationship you haven't told me about? I'm no. confused. Um, okay. So, and as far as um, Hockey Hugs Day... Uh, I think the answer is obvious, though. Yes. Well, let me just explain Hockey Hugs Day. So, it is actually National Hug Day, according to Twitter. It's a whole hashtag and everything. So, I decided they've won championships in 2011. Mm -hmm. That is their only championship. So. I did not know that that was their only one. Well, I knew, I knew they, I knew I knew they, they did precisely no winning when I was actually paying attention to basketball back in high school and college. Anyway, so the... That was when I got to my divorce. There you go. The, uh, the way that I decided to celebrate National, National Hug Day is by spending literally the entire day on Twitter tweeting out gifts of hockey hugs. Which I did appreciate quite a bit. You're welcome. So I, I, I scheduled them 10 minutes apart. I did one every 10 minutes from the maybe about 11 o'clock until 4. Mm-hmm. So there, there, there were 35 files saved on my, <laughs> saved on my computer. That is how many there are. Um, so it is national. Now, now it's National Hockey Hugs Day. And as far as who do I think is the best one, I mean... The obvious answer is Nick Foligno. Oh, obvious. That's my, that's where I was going. Yeah. Obvious answer is Nick Foligno. Although I have heard Trevor Daly gives good hugs too. I've also heard this about Trevor Daly. Let's spread room nice rumors about Trevor Daly. Trevor Daly smells amazing. I can tell you that for a fact because I've stood next to him while he signed something for me. Trevor Daly smells nice and gives good hugs. There you go. And I, you know, Gino Malkin also gives pretty good hugs. He does. And he's got those big bear arms. He can. Yeah. He can so, really wrap you in a hug. Yeah, he really can. Absolutely can. So I'm going to go with a three-way tie of Trevor Daly, Gino Malkin, and Nick Foligno. I approve of these choices. Thanks. I've spent a lot of time today looking at hugs. <laughs> so. I do like the enthusiasm of the Jordan Eberly taylor Hall hug, oh, though. Oh, like, that was can, really nice. You can, I don't know if you can top an, I mean, it may not be the most, like, technically sound hug no but it was a hug that tried its damage it, uh, it really it, it, it go to my twitter we can link it from from the post when we do this but uh taylor hall basically took a flying leap at jordan eberly and they land, ended up of course sprawled across the ice but it was just it was a very it was a very good it was a very very enthusiastic hug um Leon Dreisaitl had a pretty enthusiastic hug with Andrew Ferentz, too. And I think he was celebrating at first for Leon Dreisaitl of some, some kind, like his first goal or something like that. I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't know for sure, so I didn't put it on the tweet, but it that was also a very enthusiastic one. 
Props for enthusiasm, Oilers. Props for enthusiasm. Yeah, y'all, y'all are. Well, they're so surprised when they score or win anything. I was gonna say that probably says a lot about like how I view the Oilers. It's like entire, like their entire existence is props for enthusiasm. That that tweet, that tweet with Colton Sevier. The Tumblr post I found it on was Colton Sevier surprised by his own goal. <laughs> And there are like two side to side where he's just like, oh my god! It's so cute. He's so precious. I love him. Yeah. <sighs> okay, I think that's all we have for you. That is all we have for today. Uh, so I'm Carolyn. You can find me on Twitter at Classlicity. I am Marin. You can find me on Twitter at Marinish. And you can find our official Twitter at Beardiest Ladies. Or if you have a question, longer comment, uh, Anything like that. Want to hit us up for a game at the Cedar Park Center? Yeah. You want to let us know if you're going to be at the Cedar Park Center. Uh, Our official email is beardiestladies at gmail.com. Our blog is twobeardedladies at wordpress.com. And our Tumblr is uh, twobeardedladies.tumblr.com. And Marin also writes for Defending Big T. And Carolyn also writes for today's Slapshot. And that's all we have for you guys today. Bye. Bye! I hope the Oilers do not win tonight. No surprise hugs! <laughs>